Hello, I'm Bada. I'm Carlo. And you are listening to BCR. And we probably forgot to hit record. We probably did, but this luckily is <laughs> it is recording now. <laughs> Carlo, in those moments where fucking we forget to hit record, that can cause us to have a really fucking bad day. <laughs> Just sit in like, your bed all day thinking, I'm such a piece of shit. What's man, wrong with me? I'm like, I'm so fucking <laughs> stupid. How did I forget to do the one thing that the whole podcast is based on? <laughs> like, it is the foundation of that holds up our bullshit. And I forgot to hit record. And it's well, it, is like- a, it is a like tandem screaming into the void. It's, it's you and me mm-hmm. having the like the last beer at the end of the party and just chatting. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what we're doing here. What like it's it's anything else goes on the day, and then the last at the end of the day, you have a beer and a, a beer and a cigar. We're having that conversation, yes, um, about whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. That's why we're here, and we started. We we got a good 25, 30 minutes in the conversation. We're like, this should be the topic today. Yeah, this is this is our topic. <laughs> fuck this. Like, yeah. you know, this is what we need to be talking about today. So that's what we are going to talk about today. Like in those moments where we do something so stupid and. <laughs> And we need that comfort. And it's like, what comforts us? Carlo, I know I am comforted when I shove something in my mouth and I have to eat that. That is what they tell me. Yes, that's what I've heard. (laughs) That's what I've heard in practice. I I am. (laughs) I I grew up thin. Like I was I was real thin uh, until like uh, high school. Mm -hmm. And then I just like learned the joys of food. And like indulgence in the indulgence of food rather yeah. than just like eat enough to survive mm-hmm. or eat whatever life I can get away with before my fat ass family eats it all. Mm-hmm. Like I came from a family where like you're not eating fast enough. I'll eat it for you. So I would just yes. be starved as a child. And it wasn't until I was old enough that I could fight them off and keep food for myself that I got fat. And then I learned about good food. And there is something so, uh, so reassuring when mortality sets in, oh, when God, just yeah. things are hard. When you work six to seven days a week and you're tired and you get to sit down with just not even like the, the fancy food, not like a gold flake of pasta on top of like $40 lettuce, a Wagyu steak the size of your thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, sometimes it's like a tin of Dinty Moore instant beef stew <laughs> with that like generic brown gravy, little lumps of what could be carrots potato maybe and just little chunks of may as well be horse meat because you don't know yes that and some it. salt shut up and eat it shut yeah. up and eat it. yeah but sometimes that's what i need to get through the coldest night or had the, a, a bad day at work i'm not gonna cook something i'm not gonna go out i'm gonna crack over those can that a can of dinty more specifically that rich terrible gravy those cuts of uh pigeon meat or whatever it is it's a Bucket a buck and a quarter for a giant tin of it and some saltines, and that will get me through a hard day, which is dumb. Yes. And, <laughs> if you and have a cold, is, that'll get you, that'll keep you alive. And the whole point is it is comfort food. It's that thing that comforts you when you're having a bad day. It's that thing that comforts you when you may be just a little too stressed out and you just need that one little pick-me-up comfort food. And that's what yeah. me and Carlo are diving into today comfort food what comforts us what comforts you in those moments of discomfort in those moments of fuck this day and everyone who was <laughs> in it you know uh what 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 is that i think mean, carlo what 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 
I think I we already answered. What's your go-to? Like I, I gave one of them. That, like, yeah, like a nice can of Denti More. And I'm going to be honest with you. I do like Denti More. There is something about it that I don't know what it is. Maybe it is the pigeon meat. That is just so, I mean, you know you shouldn't eat it, but you fucking no, eat it anyway. it's packed with salt and grease. It's like, like, it's like <laughs> oh, wow, watch me die. Let me eat this. <laughs> but it's so good eating it with some crackers and just bringing that down so i yeah I watch love... an old black and white movie and uh and uh in, a, in the dark and it's sad it's like it sounds sad but that's what we're talking about if you have like some like that's for me when i when i have a cold and i you know there's no one to take care of me there's no one to look after me mm-hmm. and every adult man it becomes a baby when he has the slightest cold mm-hmm. so that's what i that's how i approach it because yeah. it's just it's just it's just comfort it's not good for you it's not and it, sometimes and i think this is an important aspect that people uh think of People want to uh, aggrandize comfort food. Like it's mine. I like it. It's good. It doesn't have to be good. It can sometimes be like, it's, it's like, it's like guilty pleasure, but it can, it can uh, bring you back from the fuck everybody. I hate everything. Well, here's, here's a, here's the like bullshit food that makes you feel better. Okay. I guess everyone's not so bad. Yes. I won't kill everyone now, Yeah, <laughs> but let's, let's start off with, uh, well, you kind of gave us a hint of yours. So do you mind if I indulge and tell everyone what my, please, what please. am I? Okay. So yeah. when I'm having a shit day and mind you, I'm Hispanic, you're Hispanic. We're two Hispanic no. men. Right. And, and so when I'm having, no one believes a, me, but yeah. no, yeah, no one looks at, everyone looks at me like, no, you're not like, yes, I am. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you consulate of Mexico <laughs> judge me like that? But one of the things that that I do that just makes me happy, like when I need a pick me up food wise, I have this thing for pho. I oh, yeah. love a good bowl of pho. And that's, a, that's a very Houston thing. Yes, it. I guess it very much is because when I need a comfort, anyone in Houston will get you on that. Get your back. Oh on that. man, I just I need a nice big bowl of the meatball pho particular that is just my go-to i dress it up i was like i get my bowl of pho it has a little meatballs in there i'm all kinds of happy and then i put in the little basil and then i put in the bean sprouts and i squeeze in a bit of the lemon mix it all together and i'm just cloud nine after that whether i'm sick or whether i'm just having a bad day pho just is so comforting to me and i just absolutely oh, yeah. love it I mean, now if you're not vietnamese or houston or from or from houston or from vietnam is, <laughs> or from vietnam well yeah if you're not vietnamese if you're, uh the more if you like there's such a huge vietnamese uh, vietnamese presence in houston mm-hmm. that it's sort of like when you go to london and they say their official food is curry I think Houston's official food might be fall. <laughs> yeah, it seriously might be like, I, I know, like, no joke, like the last time it got cold here and it wasn't even super cold, but, you know, in preparation for our version of cold down here, uh, I was like, oh, let's go. I told someone, let's go, let's go get some pho. We went, we got some, oh my God. It was like everyone in the city was getting pho at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Just- if, if you don't. For the listeners at home, if you don't know what it is, it is a Vietnamese soup, uh, broth, rice noodles, herbs, uh, meat, usually like uh, meatballs, beef, you can do chicken or something. It can be uh, pork, too. pork, chicken, it can be pork, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, and it is like the platonic ideal 
of what a really hearty, like, I'm Ooh. sick, give me soup. Like this will this will heal you. Yeah. It is, oh my god. Um, yes. It is a meaty version of uh of matzo ball soup, chicken noodle soup, like whatever like uh broth and noodles you've ever had. For me, fall might be like the very tippy top. It's, I have good ramen I put right next to it. But for, for most Houstonians, fall takes the cake. Oh god, fall does take it slaps everything else. And you know, and this is coming from a man who absolutely adores his grandmother's menudo, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I love the shit out of pho. Pho is just amazing. And it is definitely my number one comfort food. Uh, that with some, if I, if I really feel like uh, down, I'll order me some uh, spring rolls to go with my pho and I'll Nothing get some shrimp spring, spring rolls and I'm just uh, spring rolls and pho. And I'm like mm, fat and happy and just there was... all in <laughs> la la land with it. And I don't cheat. I don't cheat. I use chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can use the soup spoon. You, it, you that's can. Fine. <laughs> but I use the chopsticks and yeah. then I just like yep. slurp it all up after that. Oh, it's so good. There's a place my brother swears by that. Um, it, It's like it's the best part is that it's it's part of a mall that is not a mall it is a hollowed out target i think from like 30 years ago <laughs> and they just hollowed it out and made a vietnamese a vietnamese mall in it it's fantastic it's on the southwest side and um, there's a, a fall place there that my brother loves so he constantly is like let's go get fall we'll go over there and he'll and they just have like the big cup full of plastic reusable uh sticks just in the middle of the table so everyone just like just they just bring out this gigantic bowl of super hot, steamy, wonderful aromatic broth. Um, and like he swears by it, and everyone knows a place that's like their fall place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, like mine, I, I will not hesitate at all to tell you my yeah. fall place is simply pho off of Milam in Houston, Texas. Yep. That's Milam, not me, lamb. Milam. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if we're right or wrong, we're right. We're always right. <laughs> yeah, I met a few people, a few people point me to Simply Fa. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was not a good place at all, but like years and years ago, I was uh, seeing this uh, this wild woman. She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's probably still fantastic. I assume she is. I don't know. I haven't seen her. But no, she hates me. She's not fantastic anymore. But, but that, that's she was pretty fantastic. much how it goes, right? <laughs> you no, get most. Most of my exes are, st- are still very fond of me. Uh, not all of them, but plenty of them do hate me because I'm a jerk. That must um, be nice. None of mine are. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of them are, are very dear friends. So you never know. Uh, but she hates me. But at the time, she thought I was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she took me out and she uh, is actually the one who introduced me to fall because my mm-hmm. growing up, my family didn't go anywhere new. It was my, I was just, in, just out of high school and getting into college. She's like, you don't know what this is? We have to go. And she would insist um, on doing it, uh, getting it more traditionally, where they would just give you the superheated broth and just strips of raw beef mm. so that you cook it in the broth at the table. And this, this restaurant did that, although completely illegal, you're not allowed to serve it that way. Mm-hmm. But they she'd gone there for a long time. They loved her. They knew her. So they were like all about it. So they, they did it for her. So she would and it's like so she would like dip these like here's how you do you take the beef you dip it in the broth and would watch it go from that like very like neatly shaved uh, flank steak from that like very pink very lightly warm reddish color just slowly turn into a well cooked and seasoned brown 
as it just it would brown in the uh, uh, fall because it was so boiling hot as, as when they served it and she would make a, make a point of like getting most of it but leaving a little bit of it pink at the where right where the chopstick was holding it mm-hmm. and then she would put that in and then like like she's daring me like, that's right i'm crazy i ate raw beef but by then i had i didn't i had not explored the vietnamese in vietnamese food really but i was like oh no yeah i've had like tartar and stuff Mm. good right <laughs> she was trying to blow my mind that didn't do it but the 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 taste of the of the vietnamese noodle soup that absolutely fucking amazing away. right oh yeah even though the worst fall is still pretty good <laughs> oh god so like you know it sounds like me and you are on the same page with pho and and like, how could yeah. we not be i don't but- call a favorite mostly because i have I have some people I, I think very highly of, highly of personally, mm-hmm. but they don't run a very good Vietnamese restaurant. Mm-hmm. So that's where yeah. I go because uh, I love them. Uh, <laughs> see, I love so I don't want to say that. I don't want to say their name because then I'm saying like, admittedly, it's not the best I place to get far, but I also do want to say it because they're my friends. I would like them to do well. So I won't, I won't, okay. <laughs> I won't leave. I won't give my opinion on that. But, but it sounds like, but me and you, do agree that pho is delicious and and, uh, like i love it i do love it and it's pretty versatile too for me because of the fact that you know it's the the meatball one is my comfort one but then when when lint comes around and i'm not allowed to have meat on certain days they have this delicious veggie pho that is just oh oh my (laughs) god so good and it's just so delicious. I can't get enough of it. But enough about my ramblings, Carlo. So Denty Moore. Wanted a little like uh, a little di- yeah. diagonal movement, a little a yeah. little bit of a lateral shift, I guess. Yes, I was going to ask you. So if you had a backup comfort food to your Denty Moore, <laughs> that's just one of them. Well, that's that's one of them. Because sometimes, like you, it's like I I need a good noodle soup, and mm-hmm. for me, my go to is actually going to be ramen. Ramama. very similar obviously it's gonna be that heavy porky broth um they almost but the ramen is like by design the soup when done right not like the cup of ramen that's not that does not comfort me that gives me flashbacks of being dirt poor mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but good like a big huge bowl of japanese style ramen with the thick ramen noodles like hand pulled or just or really like really gummy in texture um super fatty broth like the only reason it's not gelatin is because of how hot it is yeah like good good uh ramen if you ever like get takeout or something if you have leftovers and you should because that's a they they should give you enough that there will be leftovers Mm -hmm. the next day it'll just be a solid like greasy lump the all of this uh, the of the broth just turns back into a solid lump and then it congeals back to its original and that's what it's supposed to do it's fantastic because and then you just warm it up in a skillet and it just melts back into the broth and you realize how little water is in it this is fat it is just floating in unctuous flavorful fatty broth Mm. big chips strips of like uh usually pork or maybe you get it with like tempura shrimp or something the radishes my one of my favorite parts of it will always be the um the underdone egg it's just this like little grayish egg, uh, usually almost rubbery texture on the outside with almost like a warm jello in the middle. And I say that as someone who loves that egg, mm-hmm. that does not sound appetizing. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't, me and you were talking about this. Yeah. Boy, you don't like eggs in general. Let's, yeah, I don't like, well, I like, I love scrambled eggs. I can do scrambled eggs with breakfast and stuff like that. Sure. But like that, that boiled egg, 
there's something <clears throat> so disgusting about it. And I don't care if you put it in the soup, you crack it on a, I mean, I just don't like boiled egg because as soon as it comes out the shell, that smell that it has is just like obnoxious to me. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's my garlic. If I was a vampire, like, nope, not happening. <laughs> You're like, not going to take it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get that. Like it took me forever to get into eggs. I had to like, the main thing I had to like get over was watching someone else enjoy an egg there. No one looks civilized eating a runny egg. You look like a monster. You just look <laughs> like a trash can demon. Whenever you're just eating this like yellow grease, that's just pouring over everything you're eating. You're just like, it's so good. You just look terrible doing it. I had to get past that. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Don't look at the person next to me eating that egg. Just enjoy the egg myself. And then I learned how to enjoy it. Um, but that, that little like underdone egg was always pretty easy for me. Like the first time I had like real ramen, the egg was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the, the woman I was eating with, she was like, explain to me like, oh, it's a little underdone. It's going to be a little like gooey in the middle. Don't let that freak you out. Uh, use the chopsticks to, to split it, pop part in my mouth let the other just kind of sink to the bottom and a little bit of the jelly just sort of like mix in with the broth. And it was delicious. I loved it, mm-hmm. but I completely get like, no, but anyone who watched me eat it is just, ugh. <laughs> no, that's disgusting yeah it is not a pretty sight it doesn't no, need to be though but you know i i do like a good ramen too i i it's not on my top 10 but i do like a good ramen on occasion and uh i know some people always like oh my god let's go have ramen i'm like no let's not but you know <laughs> <laughs> but i do i do like uh i do enjoy ramen yeah. and uh i'm gonna be honest i don't normally credit exes for anything but i will say this <laughs> My ability to use chopsticks came from an ex of mine who insisted that I learned how to eat with them, uh, mostly because they were also Vietnamese. So uh, I say that because they weren't full blooded Vietnamese. Uh, <laughs> but like we they, just had it, we just said you don't get to call us not Hispanic because right, we don't but, act it <laughs> act well, a certain but, way. But, you know, she she would say that. So like, okay, so uh, but yeah, she and oh, she self identifies v- uh, Vietnamese. Sure, Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she would, but she insisted that I learned yeah. how to use a chopstick, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And so unless like you it, have trouble with your hands, use the chopsticks. Yeah, pretty much. It's just weird. The, the whole like mm-hmm. whenever someone just like just won't like they have no pro- like I have like rapidly uh, worsening arthritis. Mm-hmm. I still use the chopsticks. It makes it, it makes me eat slower. Probably not going to hurt me any. I could eat, I stand <laughs> a little slower, um, but like it, it just it drives me nuts. It's like, well, I just don't want it. Shut up. Shut up. Just do it. That's what we're doing right now. Go to uh, go to Disneyland. Go like I'm mad because like I saw Mickey Mouse. Fucking shut up. Just shut up. That's why you came here. That's why we're doing this. If you don't want to do that, go choke on uh, a McDonald. Go choke on McDonald's at home. Just don't bother anybody else with you. You're not fun. You're not fun at the table. You're not around to be here. Use the goddamn chopsticks. It's hard. Use them. Try. Millions. It's not so bad. Of children all across the world do this daily. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. <laughs> Just fucking use the chopsticks. Exactly. Stop being a stop being whinier than literal millions of children around the world. So what is your okay, okay. So you said <laughs> you're you're at Dentumore Ramen. Ramen. And I, you know, I, I myself love the pho. What's mm-hmm. another comfort food for you after ramen? Like, what's your third happy? Uh, let's see. What's something? 
Um, I'd say like, oh, well, let's let's go to like something more, more uh, foodie. I'm kidding. Less food. No, no, less foodie. Less foodie. That's foodie. Okay. What's less less foodie because there is always going to be something about. This is more snacky, but it still has the same effect. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to explain what these are, but they're referred to as Japanese peanuts. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know what these are at home, it is basically they're they're peanuts that are just kind of uh, mixed up in a little hard, like kind of semi-hard shell made of rice flour, sugar, wheat flour. Um, that's just kind of rolled up in that, and then. Mm-hmm. The peanuts are coated, allowed to dry, so they have like almost a very light cookie shell. It is not at all, but I'm I'm told by other people when I give it to them, like, here, these are Japanese style peanuts. Try them out. You'll love them. They're great. And they're like, eat them. Like, oh, it's got like a fortune cookie on the outside of the peanut. No, <laughs> it's not what it is. It's kind of what it looks like, but it's because it's got that like that kind of shiny, uh, hard cookie that on the outside. That glaze almost to it. Yeah. Yeah, so like I get what they're saying, but it's like it's not a it's not a fucking cookie. It's not that sweet. But they added a really terrific crunch. They have the 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 great snack of just roasted peanuts, or just a fantastic snack on their own. Um, and I've always hated honey roasted peanuts because they're just so fucking sh- like they're already roasted in honey and they're always sugar coated. It's like there's too much sugar. I want nuts. I don't want I if I, have, I'm, if I want candy, I'll get fucking candy. Mm. These are savory with a little bit of soft sweetness at the top of it, and then crunchy and nutty. Uh, throughout they are crackly crunchy really like that the old um ad man in me is like with a satisfying crunch like it just has that uh oftentimes because it's huge in mexico mm-hmm. where they're just um japones, <laughs> they're japones, uh, they just fly like home japanese peanuts um which is they're usually weird. a little bit spicy yeah which which is weird because you know i don't know a lot of people don't know this and this is something that comes up like in every you know hispanic heritage month Mm -hmm. uh japanese peanuts were invented by a mexicano in in mexico a lot of people think that because it says japanese peanuts that's meant it's known as actually invented in mexico by a mexicano not (laughs) not not in japan (laughs) yep why they call him that, I don't well, know, but you know that that's well, the truth. He was if I if, okay, I, I, I was looking this up. Uh he was Mexican. He was also Spanish, and he was ja- a Japanese immigrant. Hmm. Well, yeah, so go. he had he had transplanted, he lived in there, he considered himself Mexican, which you're, if you move there and you become part of the culture, you yeah, become in, then you you're are. Mexican. That's how this, that's how that's how nationalism works. That's or not nationalism, but that's how <laughs> what nation you are you uh, represent works as part of it. So, uh, according to nuts.com, which good on them for getting this website, mm-hmm. this could have gone a w- much worse company. Uh, Japanese peanut, a surprising origin. Ironically, Japanese style peanuts originated in Mexico, not Japan, mm-hmm. also known as Mani Japones or Cacahuetes Japones. In Spanish, the snack was invented in 1945 by a Japanese immigrant living in Mexico named, uh, Yoshi- I apologize for the name, uh, Yoshigi Nakatani. And to this day, Yoshigi's addictive peanut creation continues to grow in popularity throughout Mexico and the United States. It really does, because I see them everywhere. I see yeah. them everywhere. Just Absolutely love them. Um, and you and they are one of the uh, many little plas- blue plastic bags that you can see at any gas station or bodega in the world in, in America. Excuse me. That ha- uh, they always have like two for ninety nine cents of a bunch of random peanuts. Do yourself a favor if you never got them. Go look for it. You will find a little bag, and it'll say Japanese style peanuts. 
they're crunchy they're satisfying they're a great little snack oh yeah they really are i think okay so going on to mine uh on because i already said uh pho was my number one Mm -hmm. i think another good comfort food and i'm gonna stay on soups for a couple of them uh, oh sure there a couple of more that or maybe i'll just knock them all out right now the the two soup ones what? one menudo i love menudo oh, yeah. menudo is an acquired taste for a lot of people but i love menudo is not menudo. is not immediately pleasant no i mean <laughs> i think it's not immediately pleasant because it takes people a moment to get over learning what it's made out of before yeah. they <laughs> well now, see, there, there are things uh, like that where it's like once you know what it's made out of, you, mm-hmm. you jump back. This, like, the first time you see the tripe, it is made out of beef intestines. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, the, intestines. Not, uh, not the business end of the butthole. That part is removed. But the rest of the, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the intestines. That's what it's made of. Thoroughly cleaned, of course. Slow cooked in a really rich, spicy broth until they are as soft as they're going to get. But it is like chewing on a prickly rubber band. It is. It's just that's the texture of them. But the broth break, helps break it down. It brings all this flavor. It's a fantastic uh, uh, is a fantastic comfort food and a go-to uh, hangover cure. <laughs> I mean, it is an all-purpose wonderful food. It is a lot of people swear by it in the sense of like you have a hangover, you go get yourself a bowl of menudo. Uh, I think partly why menudo is such an amazing comfort food for me is uh, it was something that my grandmother would make on occasion. And we would all go over to her house and have these huge bowls of menudo and corn tortillas that went with it. And it was so good. And then like all the family, the cousins and my uncles and my aunts and all of us would just show up for menudo. And I absolutely love menudo. Now, I think in my family, uh, my immediate family, there's only three of us who like it. But like every now and then I will find a restaurant. I'll be like, oh, they have menudo. Let's check it out. And, you know, only a couple of places have had menudo so good that I was like, oh, I can do this on the regular. So menudo is one of mine. The other one that I absolutely adore, like when I am sick, and I need that pick-me-up comfort is going to be caldo talapeño, which is like chicken soup. It's pretty much the whole breast of the chicken. And it is mixed with rice, pasta, carrots, broccoli. Um, There's also uh, some cheese and avocado that go with it. And you can also top it off with a, um, a a habanero pepper, but I don't like habanero, so I don't normally do that. I squeeze my lime in it, and oh, it is just divine. When I'm sick, that's what my body wants, is the caldo talapeño, which is basically kind of like a chicken soup, but uh, with the mm-hmm. cheese and then the other stuff that you add in, uh, especially like the, the Spanish rice, you add in the rice to it. It's just spectacular. And it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then to finish my last of the soups, because then I'll get into real foods after that, <laughs> uh, is the caldo de res, 
like certain days i'm just craving calaveras which for those of you who have been living under a rock and you don't know what it is <laughs> calaveras translates to uh super the super the kings and it's basically it has everything in it like it has potatoes it has squash or you can put mm. squash in it but it has potatoes it has uh, a, a particular squash that's called chayote if, if you're doing it old school, uh, so potatoes, chayote, it has the beef, it has cabbage, it has carrots. So it, it kind of contains everything. And corn. It, so this is why it's caloderas because it was the uh, soup of the kings. Now, I don't know if this is an aspect of it, but every time I've, I've seen caloderas, it's always had like fairly big honking chunks. It's not like oh, yeah. delicately not- slivers. Like, you don't mm-hmm. shave radish in there. It's like two chops in i've seen like essentially like they they uh a head of cabbage cut twice yeah just cut in half cut in half and that whole chunk like a wedge salad is just buried in the broth and allowed to just break down and soak it all up what i love is like they take the potato and they cut it in half and it's like oh well that's a chunk of potato no that's half the fucking potato that you've thrown in there and like it's just so good it is so good and every now and then but that that meat that they put in there it's like a fucking meal within its own and it's just delicious oh i love it so much and that's those are those are my soup comforts i just love those and all of them i do them all with corn tortilla so uh, corn Mm. it just holds up better in soup than flour if you ask me um but i just i love those are my my comfort soups that i absolutely adore i have i have seen someone pull the flour tortillas out for it um and i just like we just get crackers just get some hardened crackers that would be yeah. better um, yeah, if you just if you just want to soak up the broth nothing wrong with that i'm not i'm not judging like how dare you bring uh uh in my house i'm not saying that it's fine use use the corn tortillas but if you're just doing it like oh, i just want to soak up the broth well put crackers it's gonna do yeah. a better job and another <laughs> thing that i really enjoy mm-hmm. food wise not soup i'm going to go into food to segue into that yeah, I have a thing for Greek food. Greek food is fantastic. Me, oh, Makes my sense. God. That is like one of that is some of the best comfort food. Just Greek food is just so fucking spectacular. Like, I love Greek food. And when when I also need that, that, that comfort food that's heartier than a soup that's like i can sit there and be a meal meal it's going to be greek food and it can be greek anything i love greek food oh yeah mm. carl what what is like maybe a, a particular like food food that's like oh my god oh. Uh, we're away from the <clears throat> soups what's a good comfort food that just makes carlo happy a good comfort self-indulgent like just quiet the demons food I can think of an excellent sandwich. Oh, <laughs> two yeah. of them, actually. There's yeah, a, there are two yeah, types of sandwiches that, yeah. that really can really reinvigorate me. One of them I have very low standards for, and one I have very high standards for. It's a bit weird. Uh, first up, <clears throat> the Reuben. Mm-hmm. A Reuben sandwich, uh, if done right, it is going to be... Generally, it's going to be like a marbled bread. I want to say a marbled rye bread. It's going to have 
uh, ooey gooey cheese, roast beef, very thinly sliced, rolled over and over again. Uh, Thousand Island dressing to kind of like give it a little, a little creaminess and a little bit of sweetness and um, sauerkraut for that acid, for that good bite in the back of it. Um, what's weird is it's not like a lot of people are like, oh, Swiss cheese on a sandwich. Yeah. Like it looks cool, but it doesn't, it just, it's kind of like it, Swiss cheese by design. People get mad at me for saying this as someone who likes Swiss cheese. It's bitter, tangy, and it l- tastes a little like off milk. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. Like yeah. you get mad. Like I like Swiss cheese, as do I, but I'm not going to lie to you about it. Tastes like it's like it tastes good. That's a useless description. I enjoy it. It tastes a little like the milk's gone bad. That's where that acid comes from because the milk's gone bad. That's how you get cheese. It's not an insult. <laughs> but Rubens um, generally are pressed, crispy, toasty on the outside. So this terrific, like, crunch and there's this bitter acid from all the sauerkraut creaminess from the thousand island dressing and the cheese and then you get into like the savory salt very salty corned beef uh corned it meaning it's it's preserved it's very salty beef bite into it fantastic and i have never had one that i wasn't so fucking happy about and i mean like going to like a high-end sandwich shop right out of like a a a deli in new york i got i went to a little jewish deli in new york and got one it was huge it was great Mm. uh in the middle of the night drunk as hell uh stumbling into katz's deli here in houston uh getting the reuben sandwich there although um uh i usually get the turkey one there which is weird (laughs) (laughs) uh even going to arby's because they usually have one on uh on the menu i think it's a regular part of the menu if I like show, if I'm in a random part of town, I'm like I should eat something. If I see an Arby's, I'm pulling in and getting a Reuben. I have never had a Reuben that was not at bare at, at minimum pretty fucking good. Again, not for everybody. Sauerkraut and creamy uh, uh, dressing on it and Swiss cheese, super not for everybody. Um, and no, I do not. Uh, that's one of the th- sandwiches I'm like. I don't want a vegetarian. I'm not even. Gonna eat, I'm not interested in a vegetarian version of this sandwich. Doesn't exist. Reubens are very specific. But the worst Reuben's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. Oh no, <clears> I can get, and I do like a good Reuben. Like those are those are delicious. Um, and going on with the sandwiches, so I'm going to ask you this, Carlo. Yeah. The classic comfort sandwich has always been the grilled cheese sandwich. Does that mm-hmm. do anything for you? I'm never. I've never been like. I've had one truly brilliant grilled cheese that really blew me away mm-hmm. and it but it had like there was a special like tool that was necessary <clears throat> and it took like a lot longer than a grilled cheese normally it takes because a lot mm. of people are like and i like i'll make a grilled cheese and i'll do the butter both sides of both slices of bread get the cheese in there get it melty as possible uh if you have a griddle is a better option and get something hot if you're gonna you can bake it i like to i, I actually i would bake it with a brick so that it's getting pressed as it's getting, so it gets as thin as possible, so it gets nice and toasty. Um, but the, my favorite one was based on Alton Brown's recipe. A buddy of mine made this. He had a special little metal square on a prong, like on a, on a fork, so that the cheese itself on its own would be grilled. And then mm-hmm. the cheese, once grilled, was placed onto the bread, and then you did everything else to it. Well, that's and it was interesting. Just a little bit crispy, still gooey and stretchy, but there's a little bit of just like that slightly burned cheese, just a little bit of that crispiness on the edges that made it outstanding. Took way too fucking long. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> so many extra steps. I'm like, it's a grilled cheese. This is fantastic. 
it's almost worth the wait, but it's not worth the wait. I guess, you know, I don't know if it's my comfort food, but it does bring back memories for me. But um, I'm just not, I know a lot of people love it. Like, oh my God, a good grilled cheese and some soup. And I can't say that that's a go-to for me. I think that makes sense though. Yeah, it does. It really does. Because a lot of comfort foods are about growing up, Mm -hmm. food you had growing up. Um, These are both, we're both on like opposite ends of the spectrum of like my family cannot cook. Mm-hmm. so they they which makes sense like if you can't cook very well you can make a grilled cheese because a grilled cheese is fine my parents were so or so bad at cooking that a grilled like they didn't, it wouldn't even occur to them to make a grilled cheese hmm. so i didn't have that as a kid as like a little every once in a while i'd have a grilled cheese if i had i was sick or something here's a grilled cheese it'll make me feel better we didn't have that we just i just had terrible food you had a mom who can cook really really well she's not gonna waste her time and give you a fucking grilled cheese yeah <laughs> like you know it was rare if I ever had, if she made me a grilled cheese, I can't remember why, but it, w- it was rare. It was like every now and then I would get one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I don't mind a grilled cheese sandwich every now yeah. and then. A lot of people would uh, would point to that as a, as a uh, comfort food. Though. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. I think I've so, too. Connected uh, uh, the other end of my of my spe- the spectrum I was talking about uh, on the sandwich. I don't care. Any, any quality is fine. There's another one that is hugely comforting to me but is I have very high standards for, uh, which is a, a good Cubano sandwich. Oh yeah. Crackly crisp, like crispy on the outside, super soft, in the middle bread, as much pork as you can get in there. Slow cooked sliced ham, usually just kind of grilled, hit on the grid a little bit, cheese, pickles, mustard, and then press super flat, almost like a panini as flat as you can get it, getting it torched on either side. So both, uh, bread on both sides of it are like a little bit crispy, a little browned. But I went to—I'm not going to call them out, but you know the um, the there's a Cuban place by the college that we that we went to together. Yes, like yeah. down the street. Mm-hmm. I got that is the only time I've ever had truly violent food poisoning. Yes, and, and it's from their their Cubano. And I don't want to call them they're out. They're not they're not there anymore. So yeah. oh, good, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> They're not there yeah. anymore. So good, they shouldn't I, be. I totally only place, and I know so many people that when they have food poisoning to the degree that I had it, like having to sleep next to the toilet because that's how much time you had to figure stuff out. That level of uh, of violence coming out of you, shooting from yes. every from every know, end, and, from and every I, end. I've had that before. Like I went yeah. to this place. Uh, they don't exist anymore. I had shit, you know, it was just supposed to be tacos and like fucking food poisoning so bad. I ended up in the ER. Jesus. Like it was horrible, Carlo. Absolutely horrible. But, but I've put I've but see, a up. lot of people would be turned off on that food or that cuisine for the rest of their life. No, I'm too fat to be that. Nah, no, no, those are those people are called uh, the word for those people is weak. <laughs> it's not that you're strong. It's that they're weak. <laughs> they're weak. They ain't from yes. Texas. They don't know. Now, I will. I will say if I have the slightest whiff that I don't trust your place, I'm not ordering your goddamn Cubano. Yes, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. If I go to a place like Cubano, you know that they are. They make an excellent fucking sandwich because I will let everyone. I will stand up in the middle. Like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, do not order the Cubano. This place is bullshit. <laughs> 
Are you are you the owner? I apologize. This place should be burned down. This, I'm I believe. sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go outside and I'm going to set your place on fire. So this yep. fucking travesty never happens this to anyone else. Never happens again. <laughs> if it's good though, I will tell everybody, like, no, sit down. You're getting Cubano. I don't really eat pork. You're gonna watch me to Cubano. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So, Carlo, I shared some screens here with you. Yes. Uh, and this is a list. Now, I'm not going to go through all of it because that's a lot. But, you know, it is 20 best comfort foods in America and mm. where to eat them. I don't care about where you're eating them. And this comes from Jet Setter. Uh, is there anything within an hour drive of here? I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if this is going to be Probably like not. a Houston thingy. but No, um, no, no it, won't, it won't be. I know. It's uh, by... Emily Saldino, Saladino, Saladino, yeah. and this was uh, published March the first, twenty twenty, the year of our plague. <laughs> A year of the plague. <laughs> All right. So our first one up, according to them, is yep. chicken and waffles. Yeah. I can see it. I, I like chicken and waffles. Yeah. I like them too. I don't know if it's my comfort food, but I do enjoy a good chicken and waffle. It um, wouldn't occur to me, but I've, I've, I have not had, I've had some that sucked. Mm -hmm. And then this men, this uh, list does mention Roscoe's uh, chicken and waffles in California, mm -hmm. which I've been to. Um, it did feel like a, it felt like a less corporate Denny's, like just the feel of the restaurant, mm -hmm. but I was sold. Like the chicken waffles, like, go oh, no, you, you build a franchise off this. This is fantastic. Wow. It was really good. Best chicken and waffles I ever had, I will say this, uh, in Houston, Texas, the Breakfast Club. If you can get in there from that map. If you can line, get in. Yeah. Those yeah. chicken If you can get in, that's what I'm, I'm told. I've been told, you got to get, you got to check it out. I'm like, okay, when do you want to get up at five in the morning to make it there in time? Yeah. And I was like, um, well, pretty much. <laughs> Their next comfort food, number two, spaghetti and the meatballs. Yeah, this, this would come up for me. Yep. Really? I can't, I can't. I think it's too heavy for me to say this is a comfort food for me. I don't know. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's spaghetti and meatballs is yeah. delicious. Yeah. But um, to well, me, that's the thing too is, heavy. Because the culture of it in, in, in around here anyways is that if you get spaghetti and meatballs, it needs to be a bucket of spaghetti and 57 meatballs. Mm -hmm. But you can eat like a small portion of it you don't have to have that much but for some reason like italian food in houston has to be huge mm -hmm. and then if you eat most of it you're like oh i've eaten so much i feel sick mm -hmm. but if if you can just get a little bit it's great it is i find it really really nice with a little too much cheese <laughs> yes yeah no i can totally totally um now this one is a southern delicacy and i will yeah. not i will not have anyone bad mouth this um <laughs> but and this, this takes some explaining because there are people out there who just do not understand what this is, but is absolute deliciousness if you do it right. Um, chicken fried steak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, be, I, we, okay, when you say people don't know what this is, are you referring to the many, many, many people who think this is chicken? Uh, yes. That's part, part of it is that. Mm -hmm. So, yes, a lot of people think it's like fried chicken because they hear chicken fried, but it isn't. And then a lot of people have issues, especially up in the north and the east, have issues wrapping their head around. You take a piece of steak 
and then you fry it like it was a chicken (laughs) well i mean it's very it's more important usually with a steak you don't like pound it flat or anything i mean that like the way you would like a chicken breast Mm -hmm. would like pound it flat before frying it this way it gets more malleable and it gets flavor all the way through and a bunch of reasons but with steak when you do that usually that's wrong because you don't fry a steak <laughs> you yeah, but see, not, you this, don't deep fry steak. But that's but why that's why it. here it's it's a delicacy, and it's like yeah. a lot of people don't wrap their head around that. And this isn't like you're not frying like prime rib here. No, you're, you're, you are you're, going with the cheapest you're, cut. You're of going steak. with like poor man's, you know, thinly cut or medium cut bullshit. You can't, you know, eat it normally type of skit. Yeah, it, it's that a, you it's chicken a fry, cut. and it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, you use a cheap cut that is too thin to mm-hmm. eat as a steak in order to make it a bigger meal, more like a filling meal for a long day of work. You fry, batter it and fry it, usually yeah. with some potatoes or some, and you put some gravy oh, you on put there. Some gravy on top of that? Oh, yeah. yeah it's heavy you. calorie food, man. It's like working man's food. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is a big one for a lot of people, and but not for me. Because I, I never, even as a side, I don't say that I ever want this, but I know a lot of people love it. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Creamy, oh. nice pasta. The weird thing is, I people have, in my mind, people have an overinflated sense of mac and cheese. Because mm-hmm. I've seen people get bullshit mac and cheese and go like, but it's still mac and cheese. I'm like, it's not, no, it's not like that. Calm down. Like, good mac and cheese is really good. Usually, it's not even macaroni, and it's usually like a bechamel sauce. But like a good cheesy pasta is delicious. Bullshit mac and cheese, you are wasting your money. And you just have this idea that it's good because it's mac and cheese. And, you know, I've never understood people who, and I, I could be wrong because I always viewed mac and cheese as just a side dish. But people who actually make it as if it was, hey, this is the fucking entree. The this dish. is the whole meal. And I was like, no, that, that you're serving me a side. I need you yeah. to go back to that kitchen. And fry me some steak with that. <laughs> you, that you made a you just made a, a really big side. Yes, because it is that, like fries for dinner. Basically, it's just like, you know, it's I mean, like, if you put it like that, people get the idea like, oh my god, I did. Yeah, fatty, <laughs> get yeah. a vegetable. <laughs> like, you know, that dog don't hunt. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it will keep you alive. Yes, but that dog don't hunt. But now this one is called I've never heard of this. Carlo, have you ever heard of this? uh let's see here called number five hot hot dish similar to a casserole hot dish typically includes some sort of starch vegetable and protein in a creamy sauce which itself might be canned cream cream soup uh let's see minneapolis's mason jar prides itself on its tater tot hot dish a delicious combo of ground beef corn and homemade cream of mushroom soup beneath a bed of tater tots and melted cheese okay this is kind of kind of refrigerator pie it's kind of like yeah that's like a what shepherd's pie but it's you don't like, have you don't you're not using lamb or, or a shepherd no <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i te- technically i made this i made this uh sunday night no saturday night uh of last week i made this myself i got um i put velveta uh over i had a uh, ground beef and vegetables that just out uh, i put in a, a skillet when they were done i put mashed potatoes on top of that uh velveta on top of no size of uh size of velveta put that there put the mashed potatoes on top and then covered it in uh french fried onions put in the oven for for half an hour popped it out and then you eat it like a casserole Mm -hmm. it's a casserole that's all it is 
poor man's castle. Now, this one is very specific, but I'm yeah. going to broaden it. It's like Ch- number six, Chicago deep style of pizza over here, over there, whatever, yeah. Chicago. But the thing is for me, I think Chicago, I'm Chicago. I think pizza in general yeah. is just everyone's go to. Like when you're yeah. fucking, uh, you need a quick meal and you don't have to, oh, I'm going to pick up a pizza. Oh my God, I just mm-hmm. got home. I'm too damn tired. I'm, I'm going to order a pizza. Uh, mm. I got home. The kids are pissing me off. The wife's pissing me off. The dog is pissing me off. I'm pissing me off. I'm going to order a pizza. Yeah, so we'll just have pizza. Like, everyone can shut up. Yeah. The like, only, it, it's useful for that. Like there's a bunch of different attitudes, personalities, and tastes all in the same place. Yeah. You can always like settle for pizza. But it's always a shame to settle for pizza. It's always better when you can get people who are into the same like meal. Cause like you always end up with like, I guess we'll have a cheese pizza and a pepperoni pizza because someone doesn't want black olives or I only eat white, che- white sauces or like everyone has a thing that they just won't do. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. goddamn frustrating. I know it is. <laughs> like you're all ruining pizza. <laughs> it's like asking your girlfriend, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want? What the fuck do you want to eat? Damn it. <laughs> Now, number seven, <laughs> number seven is one that I can get down with. I ain't going to lie. I mean, we kind of we touched on it a bit. Grilled mm-hmm. cheese and tomato soup or tomato soup, depending yeah. on what little anal retentive person you are. But tomato soup, <laughs> which I, I do love a good tomato soup, uh, depending on who makes it, because you know that that's not either make yeah. it too sweet or too tart. It's just like, blah. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear something disgusting? At least I think it's disgusting. Um, a couple of years ago, I went with a friend of mine uh, to her birthday dinner, right? I was sitting across this guy, totally fucking obnoxious, Carlo. Guy would not shut the fuck up. Everything was about him. The world revolved around him. And then he said something that I had never heard of it before. And apparently it's a Southern mm-hmm. dish. But after he explained it, I was like, that sounds like shit but have you ever heard of a tomato pie tomato pie yeah no joke i said the exact same thing tomato pie but apparently it is literally a pie uh made out of tomatoes you know and it's this is a savory pie i i guess i guess so yeah yeah it's not sweet it's a it's a dinner pie and um the the topping <clears throat> crusty type of stuff is is this a tuli that's basically made out of man eggs i was like that just sounds wrong man eggs yeah it's i was like this definitely sounds like a white people thing um, <laughs> but it it's, this look, sounds like some caucasian nonsense it, it is it is definitely some uh anglo bullshit that i have <laughs> uh, but it was i had never heard of it um we need to look this up. Look, look at the I'm tomato about to, I'm pie. About to yeah. do that for you. Yeah. Because I'm me and all my glorious Italian food. tomato pie. Oh, it's a fucking deep dish pizza. Okay. No, 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 no. This, this no? isn't it. This isn't it. Hang on, hang on. Just tomato pie. Uh... It looks everyone fixed it and made it into pizza. Yeah. Someone like pizza have, with crust on with extra crust, just, like double yeah. crust pizza. Here we go. <clears throat> This is this is where's the, the picture? Best tomato pie. It, it's like this white stuff isn't cheese. This is fucking like crusted man eggs. What? It's an atuli, uh, an atuli sauce, a toli sauce. 
I don't know. I don't, but it's made out of pure like man eggs. Okay. So, all right. For, for, for you at home, think of like a pie crust, like a pie tin in a, with a normal, but with normal pie crust, not at all pizza dough. Then there's just a thick, viscous slab of mayonnaise, the key ingredient. So it's mayonnaise with huge slices of like beefsteak tomatoes, mm-hmm. which is like the least Italian of tomato. I know tomatoes are for me. Like, shut up. <laughs> thick, thick. And they're just like slathered with mayonnaise. I'm, oh my God. And then just piled high with that, covered in cheese. Mm-hmm. And then you throw some basil on it. It's not even like, like, like a, like a caprese salad, but instead of a big ball of much of fresh creamy mozzarella, it's rotten eggs made into a whip. It's yeah, it's, that's what mayonnaise is. Don't lie to yourself. It's rotten eggs made into a whip. And see, they make the pictures make it look appetizing, but then you can I tell guess, they use a filter to make it look like cheese. Yeah, it's it, this is clearly <laughs> a fucking filter that they took that picture with as fucking not just that, but it's like that. That's not cheese. That's fine. That's man eggs. I'm like, how fucking much man eggs do you put in that to make it look like cheese? I mean, that's a problem. Why don't you just fucking open the jar of man eggs and eat that? And dip some tomatoes in it. That's what it fucking makes me think. And that's a problem because I'm also thinking oh, wow. my heart will stop at some point. <laughs> I'm just upset because like it because I if I saw that, I would go like, oh my god, that's like a oh, it's like a homemade Chicago style deep dish pie. I get it. I get into this. Sure. Yeah, slice it up. Let me get some of that cheesy goodness because I'm expecting cheese. How fucking dare you? The, the, <laughs> you know what? The start of this has already answered a whole lot. Growing up in Alabama. And that's where it needs to stop. <laughs> yep. It would be that's, Alabama. It, it does sound like it sounds like a clan member hearing about pizza. <laughs> like I can do better. No, just pulling ain't, out the miracle whip. We ain't gonna do what them papist Italians yeah. are doing. Hell no. We're that's gonna make our thinking. own and that's and that's what they came up with. And this is just the clansman's fucking <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like oh, you've never met an Italian in a goddamn life, have oh, you? Like man eggs, you know. We need some of that God-given man eggs. <laughs> like, like, it's like all these like, always. This egg is rotten. It's cool. Put a bunch of oil and sugar in it. Yeah, we'll be fine. Whip it till it's, it's creamy. Fun. We'll act like that's a food you should eat. So yeah, to, yeah, that blew my mind. But now this next one, I am going to make a confession, Carlo. I have never eaten it. I know it's available. I've never ever had it. Matzo ball soup. Uh, it came up earlier when we were talking about those like good soups that, that just will bring mm-hmm. you back to life. Yes. This one, the main, okay. I've only, I've had it, uh, matzo ball soup. Uh, I've never had it from a restaurant. I've always had it from like friends who have gotten it, given it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend that like, whenever she hears I'm sick, she immediately comes up. Do you need the? Yeah. It even says here, Jewish penicillin. It is the, <laughs> uh, for, for the, it is like, uh, for American Jewish people, it is a quintessential. Like, are you not feeling well? Have you eaten? Do you want some matzo ball soup? And it's like, have some soup, and it'll it will really keep you alive. Um, when I was, uh, I remember when I had a foot and mouth disease uh, as an adult, which you're not supposed to do. It's mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah. Um, literally, my I couldn't my hand I couldn't move my fingers, so I just had like bald fists of, that were constantly in pain. Mm-hmm. I couldn't put any weight on of my feet, so I couldn't move, and my fingernails and toenails were falling off. This is how sick I was. Uh, my Did friend, you just my, need me to come over and shoot you, Carlo? That's what like I asked Crystal to do. do. Yeah, I asked, I asked my very dear friend Crystal, <laughs> like, uh, my uh, riding partner for years. Um, would you I, I've asked her to like help me out. 
I'm dying. Uh, you need to bring like a good sharp knife and you got to go right through the temple. Mm. It's got to be done quick. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I can't fight you. See, but you got to do all at once. No holding back. And she showed up with a big pot of matzo ball soup. Uh, and she's like, here, this is where she had like a couple of like, um, it was like a med kit. She had like a bowl ready to heat up right away. And a few, a few more that were frozen. So like, you just take them out, put them in a bowl, microwave for five minutes and you eat it. She was like, here you go. This will keep you alive. And it fucking did. It was because the only thing that I could like bring myself to eat um, and it was rejuvenate, rejuvenating, salty, savory. Uh, it's a very thin broth. It's, it's not super thick. The one she brought, it wasn't like as thick as I thought it'd be. Um, hers is more light and fluffy than some because some of them have like a really like chunky matzo ball in non. Um, but it is it is in the that same vein of like we have nothing and we we don't have we don't have medicine we don't have money we have the leftovers as a society we have to make the food good matzo ball soup is the jewish answer to that that's it's it's their fall it's their ramen it's their chicken noodle and big it shocker, fucking works big shocker it says uh best matzo ball soup is in new york big shocker that makes sense that yeah <laughs> second yeah. avenue deli you're not gonna yeah I will point out the pizza, the the tomato pie thing was not on this list of good food. That was an example of no. I, I, I <laughs> just like, to remind everybody, even even you, who is in an industry of food, was like, "What the fuck is tomato pie?" <laughs> yeah, what is that shame you bring into my house? How dare you! Now, this, Ooh, this I just got a craving. Uh, I see this, and I'm immediately taken back to New York. But <laughs> Coney dogs, Coney dogs. Yes, I will say this. Now, this for us, this is just a hot dog. Uh, but Carlo, now have you done this? Have me now? I don't know. I don't think me and you have done this together. But have you gone to the original Coney Island in New no. York and had no, the frankfurters? No, no, no. We've oh, been to New York together like twice, yeah. three times, and, we, and we've never been to. Oh my yeah. God, we we've committed a Shit. sin. Uh, yeah, the original Coney Island is nathan's out in new york on coney Mm -hmm. island on the boardwalk fucking spectacular frankfurters amazing when you go there you go stop off get yourself the coney get yourself the chili cheese fries have a moment go walk the beach go play on the boardwalk games and then after you're done with that you go across from where the coney island is and there is a pizzeria there that has the coal burning ovens and you get Ooh. yourself a pizza where you can and still get away with just, doing that oh god so good that is like just the perfect day is to do that oh, but for us this is just hot dogs the way they call it is yeah. a coney dog don't fucking lie to us yeah. but yeah it's a hot dog <laughs> i will yeah there's there's a difference between a good a really good hot dog and just a fucking dog mm-hmm. because they're uh first of all 100% beef. It's got to be uh, the only thing I can, I'll accept other than 100% beef on a good hot dog is if it's like some sort of wild game or if it's like, um, oh, we did a sauce. Uh, we made like homemade sausage stuffing and it's got like red wine. There's a few places in Houston to get a hot dog. I'm very keen on knowing the, of the good place for hot dogs. Um, I know some great places on a really good fucking dog. I know a place that does a white rabbit, red wine and herb uh, homemade stuffed sausage hot dog. Ooh, that is fucking killer. That sounds killer. Yeah, fresh jalapenos on there, onions all diced up nice and fresh. 
delicious we have uh we have good dog here in houston which is a great fucking hot dog place they wild toppings all homemade all like real ingredients good hot dog is transcendent bad hot dog is a weird uh pink sludge made into a general shape of a dick and it's terrible yeah i hate a bad hot dog but god damn i love a good hot dog just like i've heard women <laughs> hate a bad dick so <laughs> Now, number nobody 10. wants bad dick. No, no, I guess, I guess not, <laughs> you know, number 10 is an interesting one. And it's more like something that you get to is your precursor to your Mexican food. Um, so but it's interesting that it's on here as a yeah. top 10. Chips. I love the I love the blurb they have for it, too. Yeah. Chips <clears throat> and queso. Chips and queso. God is damn a right. Food. Which, which I can dig it, but like, I'm used to seeing this, like I go to my favorite restaurants, my Mexican restaurants here, and I'm used to this, like being like, oh, this is what you get before we bring you the rest of the food that you're not going to finish because we gave you this. (laughs) But the uh, chips and queso, and this is basically the, uh, it is the yellow queso, not the white queso. Oh my God, white queso is so good. Uh, If you, if you find a restaurant that gives, that has white queso, I highly recommend it is choice. Um, but that is just good. We won't spend a whole lot on that because that's pretty self-explanatory. Chips and queso. <laughs> Number... it's, not the, it's not the same as nachos. I do want to point something out. Oh, yeah. It is not the same. Not, Wait, not stroll up real quick. Yeah. I want to I want to read the uh, blurb underneath it. Because nachos is just like melted cheese on it. This is ooey, this is like pouring cheese kind of dipped mm-hmm. in it. Oh, Here yeah. they have chili con queso called the dip of the Houston gods. And one of Houston's most essential foodstuffs by the Houston Chronicle, mm. which is everything that is satisfying about Tex-Mex cuisine. It's hearty, cheesy, and unapologetically crowd-pleasing. More than 30 years, they call, eh, I don't owe the money, I'm not going to say their name, a place in Houston has been serving a meaty version uh, that blends gooey melted cheese with onions, ground beef, and a light taco spice. <laughs> uh, you know, but here's the thing. I also won't say the the name of this place on here because that well, is not okay. authentically this place. This mm-hmm. that's any Mexican restaurant you go to. They just yep. charge you extra if you want the meat added in. That's all. But yep. any Mexican place can do that. Um, yeah. So scrolling it on down, we're only going to do a couple mm-hmm. more. This one's interesting. Um, not just ravioli, but toasted raviolis. All right. That, that kind of sounds interesting. I'm going to do that. Um, I can try that. It, oh, wait a minute. I see St. Louis, so I'm going to skip it. That's, <laughs> no. Yeah, that would be. Like, these, these are the same people who fucking yeah. slice their bagels bread-wise. Well, <laughs> just because they're anti-Semitic doesn't mean they're also anti-Italian. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> that that, uh, that uh, says something else. That, yeah, but that, that, does some, that does make it suspect. Sorry, St. Yeah. Louis. Clean yeah. up your act. I do like the idea of it being uh, poured with a uh, beneath bolognese sauce. Oh yes, I mean, yeah, like meaty sauce is good. Now this one looks delish, but let's see. Uh, oh, I don't I'm not oh, familiar. Wait. Caribbean. Oh, this is a mm-hmm. Afro Latin cube uh, fusion food. Well, not Afro uh, Latin uh, food. Um, Sanchoro. Sancoro. Sancoro. San. San. Sancocho, Sancocho, Sancocho. That's it, Sancocho. Yeah. Takes me a minute. My yeah. Spanish isn't that great because I'm what you call a coconut, brown on the outside, <laughs> white in the middle. Yeah, they, they, this is I've, I've seen something like this in, uh, in Belize too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they call it? Bone soup. <laughs> 
my mom called it bone soup um yeah so it, it is a big honking chunk of uh beef stew with yucca vet, root vegetables like all these like really hard mm-hmm. uh requiring a lot of slow cooking vegetables like a whole corn cobs and a big honk of beef on the bone just slowly yeah. cooked takes that a long delicious. time it is an all it is one of those like day-long soups yep and i'm gonna give this as our last uh well first off that's not what it fucking looks it, this is just really I, confusing yeah this says it's <laughs> chili I like it, it that says chili and it's talking about chili, chili but the picture they used there is i can kind of see it and as a Texan, I know this is going to go. No, as, First of all, as a Texan, this person would have been dragged out into the street and disciplined <laughs> severely. This is basically—it's a fucking plate of spaghetti noodles with yeah. with maybe a chili and bean thing. It looks like there's so little chili oh, that the beans are bit, just yeah. predominant. The, you can see their their beans are on top of the chili. Yes. And then it's the like they, fucking... they just put wolf brand chili, like a scoop of wolf brand chili on top of a plate of noodles of spaghetti noodles, threw some beans, threw some chopped onions, and then dot, put cheese on top of that, like shredded out of the bag, shredded uh, cheese. And you can tell it's not <laughs> hot because that cheese is not melted or trying to melt. Yeah, it's just well, uh, pre shredded cheese uh, doesn't melt properly because it's got a. Uh, uh, wood glue in it to keep it uh, cellulose. Look, keep well, it look, from, look uh, down here where it's actually meeting. None yeah, of it's that solid. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, it's like no, this yeah. isn't fucking. Yeah, I'm. That's insulting that they would even put that to yeah. us. Okay, well, this one's specifically fourteen. We'll do top fifteen. Number fourteen, okay. fish tacos. I just think tacos in general. Tacos like, in general. Well, they're talking about Southern like, California white fish, usually battered and fried taco mm-hmm. fish tacos. Let's no. jump around a little bit because let's let's because okay. I don't think this like, we can skip that. Let's uh, I want I just want to see what a what they call a garbage plate. What, yeah, I was gonna say what the fuck is it is a this? picture. Well, yeah, it looks like it uh, looks like garbage. It looks yeah like, like potato hash browns. It looks like there's a cheeseburger patty with cheese on it, be, uh, beans. <laughs> Anyone who has ever wanted a question want a hamburger or a hot dog with yes, no. will understand the appeal <laughs> of the garbage plate. It typically involves a choice of protein, cheeseburger, hamburger, Italian sausage, steak, chicken, or hot links, a starch, home fries, pasta, or French fries beneath meat gravy. It was made for drunk college kids. Sure. This wasn't a stoner. Drunk people came up with it. Sure, they did. Fucking that's a drunkard. Yeah. This is a pothead cooking for a drunkard. That's what this is. (laughs) That's that's what that is right fucking there. Uh, Scrolling down a little bit. Oh, fucking... Please the breakfast it. burrito the breakfast burrito yeah Nothing although i'm gonna burrito. tell you this carlo that i don't know what the fuck is in here but none of that looks appetizing whatever they got in there that's more of a wrap I yeah i that it looks like well corn i guess maybe ground beef cheese and chicken I'm, oh no yeah, that's shrimp. That i'm not even sure if that's fucking chicken or shrimp i'm confused. i think that's shrimp it's like they took the beans and cut through the beans and that's just the white of the inside of the beans i'm like yeah no so that's, that's good right. good definite food bad fucking picture uh yeah. pepperoni rolls, pepperoni rolls. Just this fucking damn yeah pizza that roll. falls under pizza you can't yeah, really act like this fucking i'm not even, moco. i'm not gonna even fucking because there's an egg on no. top yeah it's uh, rice with <laughs> eggs there's nothing bad with yeah. those Ooh, that's one we hadn't we didn't think of. Well, you know, you're right i wouldn't have thought of this because it's yeah. just way way back there chicken pot pie yeah 
it's chicken. nice creamy gravy chicken veggies all in there and a little crust you always leave a little bit of the crust as you're going to kind of take it in with every bite that'll that'll save your life well, yeah right there this this is our, the list right there the only one that i think that we skipped was going to be uh, this thing stew. brunswick stew that just i'm not sure what the fuck brunswick let's see stew if you grew is. up in georgia virginia or north carolina you were likely raised on brunswick stew it's filling warming and economical three key components to comfort food local variations abound but usually the general rubric of tomato infused broth pulled or stewed proteins such as chicken and vegetables like green beans corn and okra you might add butter or lima beans or slice killed balsa or pulled pork for a smoky flavor None of that sounds appealing to me in this formation. I just that's lo- fine, but it just it does seem like another version of um, garbage. Garbage. Uh, well, I was say, I was, no, just like it's like a casserole. It's just like here's what you have. Boil it all together. That's your stew. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see that. that. I can totally see that. The tomato base broth is like that's like ew. I, I don't get that, but oh well. Yeah. But then again, I didn't fucking get tomato pie either but hey that's a thing oh. uh okay right. <laughs> white white people white yeah, people. <laughs> that might be our first t-shirt yes right. it just says white nonsense like, what does that mean you know what it means you know what it, means. <laughs> it has a picture it's fine you can do it but don't act like it's better than everybody else it that's the a, thing don't it do- has a picture of tomato pie on it <laughs> it's just a jar a jar of mayonnaise white nonsense white nonsense right here oh my goodness well that was before before we we wind down Mm -hmm. how do you feel about a game of we'll be the asshole i feel like a game of we'll be the asshole that could all right for the listeners at home if you're joining us for the first time the game we'll be the assholes we are going to consult the subreddit on the on reddit called am i the asshole and find a couple of uh choice cases that the internet have weighed in on and decided whether or not the poster is the asshole is not the asshole or if the case of they're lucky, no assholes here, or in the worst case scenario, everybody's an asshole. And to make sure they're right, Vara and I, we will weigh in, we'll be the judges, and since we are right, we will let you know whether or not the internet got it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And today, we have two options for you. The first one is, am I the asshole for never cooking veggies for dinner? Next one up, am I the asshole for not wanting my wife to make her favorite comfort food? Or am I the asshole for eating my wife's food? The I think the first two, uh, number one and number three, explanatory. Let's go with uh, not wanting his wife to make their comfort favorite food. comfort food. Yeah. All right. Okay. There we go. So this was uh, posted two years ago by Zimbello thirteen. Am I the asshole for not wanting my wife to make her favorite comfort food? Okay, okay, I get it. The title, while concise, immediately makes me the asshole. But hear me out for just a second. I'm using a throwaway for obvious reasons. Hmm. So yeah, good idea, because yeah. My wife and I have been together for four years. I have been a vegetarian for nearly 10 years, but prior to that, loved eating meat dearly. My wife enjoys eating meat, but has reduced how much she eats by us living together for three years and having a relatively small grocery budget. We generally don't buy things we can't both eat. She will typically order a burger or buffalo chicken while we are out or ordering delivery. And I've even bought her salami for sandwiches and Italian sausages when she had a craving for them. My point being, I have no problem with her eating meat and bringing it into our home. My choices are my choices and hers are hers. <clears throat> you can hear feel it ramping up. 
We live in the Northeast and it's been cold and rainy all week. The first long stretch of time this season that it's really been cold. Because of this, she's been talking about wanting to cook her favorite cold weather food. Ina Garten's Bolognese recipe. Bolognese, for those who don't know, is a thick Italian meat sauce. It's something she used to love when her mom made it for her and she has not made it much since because it can be expensive to make and it is labor intensive. I'm going grocery shopping today. So she gave me the list of ingredients she needs to make the sauce. Typically, if she's making something with meat, she will make a separate batch of the same food, just vegetarian friendly, or make me a separate meal. I can't really cook much. So when she doesn't cook for me, I will gravitate toward frozen or canned food or sandwiches. This time she asked if it was okay if she didn't make a vegetarian version of this dish as she's feeling unwell. She has endometriosis and is having a flare up. Mm-hmm. And overall, this particular dish requires a lot of work, care, and timing. And to make two batches of it would be hours of work and energy that she doesn't have, not to mention expensive. I asked her if it was possible to just leave the meat out until the end, but according to her, it was not. And it was important for the meat to cook with the tomatoes and wine. I asked her then what she was going to make me make for me if she was going to make this big elaborate meal for herself. And she got defensive and said, you can't kick for yourself tonight in a rude tone. I argued calmly that I felt like I was being cheated out of a nice meal of her incredible cooking, and I didn't think it was cool for her to ask me to dedicate this money of our budget to a meal that was going to be only for her. She said she would pay extra for the ingredients, but I told her that wasn't the point. She burst into tears and asked why I was being so fucking difficult about this when she wasn't feeling well and just wanted to do something that made her happy. Now I feel like a dick. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Yes, he is. I want to tell you why, Carlo. Um, He is the asshole and he is being yeah. a dick because, like, <laughs> fucking, he's being a little bit. And no one told you to go become a vegetarian. You want to be a vegetarian? Awesome. But that also means, like, you're living with a meat eater, you know? Yeah. So you're going to have some issues. Now, she is, admittedly, through his own story, she's sick. She yep. has a flare up. So to fucking have the balls to say, oh my god while you're dying and in pain if you wouldn't <laughs> mind just fucking making me a whole separate meal and so she has the right to be mad and upset because that would be really yeah. shitty i think that would be shit like if i if my if i was married and my wife made something i don't typically like but she's not feeling great it makes her feel better yeah. i would a roll with it and b either make myself something or just eat what she made because that's a shitty thing to do. So yes, you are the asshole. Absolutely. Oh my God. Like it's so like, I can't, I can't see anything to defend this. Like she has an incredibly painful uh, uh, physical ailment Mm -hmm. that is flaring up right now. And she's just looking for, Hey, you know what? Just the fact it's been cold recently. This is her, as we were talking about, this is her fucking comfort food. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to get her through the fucking darkness. This is what's going to get her through the physical pain of it. And she's making it herself, you fucking little piece of shit. She's going to sit down and make it the hard way because it gives her something to take her mind off the pain. Anyone with chronic pain, whenever they're like, if they don't, whenever they're not bringing, if they don't bring it up every minute, people think like, well, you're having a good day. Doesn't matter if a good day, it's chronic. It's still there today too. Oh, but you haven't complained about it. Yes, because I'd like to not think about it for one goddamn minute. And a lot of people with chronic pain take on obsessive hobbies. How do I know this? Because of chronic pain. It makes us really invested in hobbies or little events, little planning things, because that way the pain can just be ignored. 
Mm-hmm. So I can think about this thing. I can focus. I'm going to get meticulous. I can focus, I can focus on, on it. Else. This yeah. is, it's a, it's a whole event to do it. That's why people that like events when they, because one, if they can get, get to actually do or be at an event, it is a major fucking win for people with chronic pain where they can actually get to do it. The planning is so good because it's all the foreplay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to do a, do a thing. And she just want to have a meal from her childhood that makes her happy that that will let her just enjoy life a little fucking bit. And even, and even since like ordinarily when she makes something for herself and I don't want it, I'll gravitate to frozen or something. Right. But you apparently still make her cook it for you because you're a fucking child because you couldn't just get a frozen meal or something, get yourself a pizza uh, or, or whatever, or get your, like get yourself drive through that day because she's going to have one meal that will make her happy. How are you not rooting for her? You little fuck. I'm so mad at this. I know. Person. And, and <laughs> you know, the thing is this man, if he was in Texas would need a flogging and be forced to eat <laughs> tomato pie. As a punishment, <laughs> As a like, punishment for his transgressions. You will be flogged and forced to eat tomato pie. And if you don't finish tomato pie, because we don't waste here in Texas, you're going to get another plate. flogging and another tomato pie. <laughs> you will be beaten in public, and then you will eat the pie quietly in a dark room, because we don't want to see that shit. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, and then he reduced her to tears. Yes. Jerk. Ex- trying jerk. To, ex- to just try to explain, like, just let her have it. Just fucking let her have it, motherfucker. Yes. Her yes. uterus is on fire. Let her fucking have it. Like, <laughs> just you, you should be helping her cook this. What's wrong with you? Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yeah. So there is an edit. There's a, there's an edit here. Did uh, he, he did kind of, he wanted to add a little bit more to it. So edit. So to clarify in the division of labor in our home, wife is the one who cooks. I'm the head of the household and make sure all the bills get paid. And I keep the house clean. She cooks for us and make sure we always have weed when we on it. Legal state. I'm seeing what you guys are saying. I should probably apologize to her, but is it not at least a little everybody sucks here? No, he just sucks. No, it's just you, buddy. (laughs) I just just love the like, just the little reminder he's a piece of shit. Just the like, in the division of labor, wife is the one who cooks. She cooks. She just cooks. That's all she does is she does the cooking. That's that's what I put it. She cooks. She cooks. I'm the head of the household that's not a job no that's a that's fucking good. title that means you don't work mm-hmm. that yeah. makes you late that that's 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 your reason for not doing shit is you have the title head of the household i make sure all the bills get paid doesn't sound like she doesn't work you didn't say anything about like she doesn't have a job she works too that was implied she's not bedridden she works so yeah. you both make sure the bills get paid even if you mm-hmm. sign the checks you both put money in the pot and it's it's like you know, hell, I'm not married. I do that shit too. Let me tell you, I ain't in charge of my own house. Yeah. My dogs kind of run it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does. He cleans. You know, he, he cleans. He's like I'm you sh- know, occasionally. You like know? you live in the house, yeah. Maybe you should clean the house you live in. Mm-hmm. Good for well, you, buddy. Total asshole. Still an asshole. Yeah, and completely one side. He is the asshole. She, she, she can. She should do better. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I don't. Th- yeah, there, like, we have no gray on this. He's the asshole. Like, no, he's the asshole. <laughs> no gray Please, please tell me that the internet got it right. Uh, hard yes. Good. We Good have a job. couple of a couple of them. 
dude, you are a whole grown up. It's time to learn how to cook. You're the asshole. Also, as some of Italian heritage, I'm shook that you suggested she had the meat at the end. My Nona says, turn on your location, bro. She wants to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Nona's grandma. Grandma has the fucking words for you. And none of them. can. They do not translate. Wow. Yeah. Putting the meat at the end is like, you fucking asshole. It's just like, will you ruin the dish for me? Because I won't want what you're doing. Dumb. Fucking dumb. Uh, When you another uh, comment. Can't cook equals won't. This fool sucks. One hundred percent. My mom has always said since we were kids, if you can read, you can cook. And is astounded that there are adults going around the place unable to cook in this day and age when every re- recipe you could ever want is just a Google search away. Not this right. So true. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. This you are the asshole. Holy shit! Your head is so far up your own ass. Edit. No one is even a little. Everybody sucks here. She cooks for you guy every day. She wants something like she likes just once. She's not even asking you to make it. You are stopping her from doing something for herself, you gigantic asshole. And he admitted earlier, she even makes more money. And he's calling himself head of the household because he spends hours paying the bills. Wow. Okay. I did not yeah. realize that. No, he is. He just total... has, he just, she, all she does, all she does is like pay for stuff and do all the cooking, and get the weed for us. Yeah, that's it. That's all. I mean, okay. fucking what a douchebag. Madam, you can do better. If you ever hear, you can do better. Go find better. Yep. Goddamn. Yeah. No, totally, Dumb piece of totally, shit. Just, yeah. <laughs> totally an asshole. Totally an yep. asshole. And it's terrible because the with that edit, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you know, he's still walking around saying, well, they got it wrong. I'm mostly right here that, for being they, this shitty to my chronically ill wife. They just don't understand. They just don't understand, man. That's, they don't get it. This, they, don't, they don't understand. Me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, they just totally misunderstood. <laughs> like, fucking yep. moron. That's what you yep. are. Oh, God. Oh. Well, that was a good one, Carlo. Yep. And should any of y'all out there have your own comfort food that maybe we missed or maybe we insulted one of your comfort foods and you'd like to correct us, you can. Carlo, how can they send us those lists of comforts or correct? If you want to send us a little picture of your uh, homemade tomato pie, uh, you can send it at the VCR show on Instagram or Twitter. Or you can email us to the VCR show at gmail.com. And as always, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. We should go get a hot dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go get some of that good tomato pie. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at a clean space for you at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth. Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. 
say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to The VCR Show at gmail.com.